0: and welcome to the seventh iteration of From the Balcony Podcast. My name is Josiah Stanfield. I feel like I sound like a uh, like a jazz radio announcer. Yeah,
1: you do. <laughs> yeah. You do. Fucking go uh, blue. Go yeah. blue, dude. Go fucking blue.
0: Because we're only recording today, uh, those of you who can't see what we're talking about, I'm wearing a Michigan hat and I'm wearing a Michigan shirt. So that's the reason for my co-hosts mr romel castillo how are you doing yes. sir?
1: i'm good dude i'm good um uh it's it's a beautiful day in uh in california right now in the neighborhood and, oh yeah in the neighborhood yeah definitely dude um chilling it's been a, it's, it's a good morning dude it's a good yeah morning.
0: so we started talking prior to recording uh about our socials mm-hmm. so uh, I, I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that today's episode is brought to you by From the Balcony's Patreon account. So we have... Oh, sh- yes.
1: Sorry, you had to start that over. Are you recording or no? Yeah, I'm recording. Oh, okay, cool, cool, cool. Sorry. All right, go no, for it. I'll
0: just cut all this out. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm probably not going to cut it out, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyways, like we have a Patreon uh, website. So our Patreon website... Mm-hmm is up and running currently so it is about uh five ten and twenty dollar memberships so with each different membership you will uh, you'll gain different things with our five dollar membership you're just uh supporting the podcast as far as what we do on a month to month basis the ten dollar one uh you can actually give us ideas on what we'd like to talk about and we'll mention you on the podcast and the 21 20 dollar one we will incorporate your name uh, in the graphics on the actual YouTube website. Uh, somehow we're going to incorporate all of our VIPs at the end of the podcast. So, right. uh, and actually, I'd probably consider putting all of our B- VIPs at the beginning just because Yeah. once we start getting new listeners to the podcast, it's more likely that they're going to listen to the first 15 minutes rather than the last 45. So yeah.
1: Yes. yes sir. Just to
0: try it out. So, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that. Um, We also have uh, done our due diligence on our side to make sure that all the rest of our social is set up. So Facebook from the balcony is set up. Instagram from the balcony.podcast is set up. Twitter is at underscore views FTB. That is underscore views, foxtrot tango, bravo. Oh my gosh, (laughs) stop. (laughs) Uh, i did i'd be uh i I wouldn't be a veteran if i didn't use phonetic alphabet
2: Uh,
1: yes the things i love about you man i know
0: but anyways before we started this podcast you started talking about our socials and everything that we wanted to incorporate into um into our socials and just like what we wanted to share and stuff so
1: yeah I, i think that um it's a very social media is just a tricky game man I mean for I for me personally since I you know have this OCD stuff you know I, I remember trying to have everything across the board and making sure that everything was clean and the aesthetic and the style and everything because you know at first glance that's that's what everyone looks at you know and for me trying to grab the you know the audience I think that's really important and, and yeah it's just what we put out there and what we're really what we really stand for because I, I could I could fuck with, I could follow a million things, but really, you know, look at their contents, different story, you know?
0: Yeah. And I mean, I, I, uh, I'm not a very clean person in real life, but I do, uh, I'm pretty OCD when it comes to like social media stuff Yeah. as far as the aesthetics of a page and just making sure that it all looks on the up and up rather than, I just don't want it to look like trash, you know?
1: Yeah, 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 quality
0: symmetrical,
1: yeah, that and that's stuff. and yeah. So so Instagram, you know, I was thinking about um putting so for our first couple of posts, I was gonna do so we have right now we're at six. This is our seventh. So I was gonna do uh you know some videos, some B roll. In fact, and it would have no audio, and then just kind of put our 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 voices under it and kind of post that and kind of just you know grab the people and what we what we're about and you know off you know off the uh off base and you know all the stuff that are are fun times so
0: yeah so not not to abruptly change topics but um over the last couple days i've gotten some more feedback on the podcast and i i figured it would be best to talk about it live while we're recording so one -hmm. of the things that i was asked is what is the goal of a podcast Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. And so so like for the first couple episodes, I think we did a good job of telling everybody who we were and how we Mm -hmm. knew each other, but I don't Mm -hmm. think we did a a great job of outlining what our goal for the podcast is. I know that we've said that Mm -hmm. uh, we don't want to come off as trying to put this in place to make money, or we don't want to come off as, you know, making a podcast because we think this is going to blow up or anything. Um, But you know, we didn't really have a clear outlined goal that we've said on the podcast, uh, as far as what we want it to be. So, um, is, does it
1: have to have a goal? That's so weird. That's a, such a weird, uh, I mean, are we, are we trying to reach anybody really? I mean,
0: so here's, here's the, yeah. here's what I have in mind. So mm-hmm. as far as a goal is concerned for the podcast, I've, I've thought like, when we first started talking, before we even decided to make the podcast, you know, these last couple months, um, you came to me and and said, "Hey, if I started a nonprofit for uh, mm-hmm. mental health awareness, would you back me?" And I was like, "Yeah, yeah. absolutely."
2: I was like, mm-hmm. "Without
0: it, without a doubt, not even not even hesitation, I would back you." Mm-hmm. So then that kind of got my mind rolling on like different ways that I could support your goals that you have in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, while also having a voice for everything that 's been going on, so I think my goal for the podcast is to bring awareness to things that you're passionate about, but also bring things to awareness as far as what uh, we have as opinions for everything that 's been going on, which we've voiced mm-hmm. for the last few podcasts mm-hmm. um, and something that i 've mentioned too before is I just I want to bring a voice to people who uh, are not as Adapt to pushing out themselves because a lot of people who are uh, artists in their own type of field, whether it's music or photography or um, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. most of them are really humble and they don't feel like them putting themselves out there. uh, They they feel like they're going to be arrogant or something like that, you know. Okay. Uh, While still while still having a a go getter mentality and pushing their things out on their socials. I mean, you and I had talked about a couple of days ago, like how we we're going to get this out to multiple different types of people. And I think once we start having guests on, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Um, them forwarding the link to everybody that they know, mm-hmm. um, it's only going to be a snowball effect from that point on. Right. Um,
2: okay. Yeah.
0: And then we'll start getting more people on that are in their own field and pushing their information out to everybody that has already listened to the podcast previously. So we'll start stacking different layers of listeners onto the podcast Mm -hmm. and hopefully get to a point where we're, we're supporting people coming on while then while they are supporting us. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, no, I I feel it. Um, I, I, I think maybe the, the message got lost in what we're doing. I guess for me it was, you know, when we when we look at the description and what we, you know, think about I think about just two guys on the balcony talking about stuff. Uh, and I guess that we, we need to formulate it into that, what you said earlier, and develop into that. I guess, you know, if if we're in the balcony setting, I guess, you know, me being open and me being about like mental health and the issues that you know we we both go through and or I go through and et cetera and yeah i guess that was just more of an outlet just to express myself but i, I do i i definitely wanted the the pod, the podcast to um bring people that we haven't talked to in a while and kind of reach out and um and just kind of just maybe even open open the chapter close the you know chapter but uh definitely um not closure i guess closure is a weird word for it but definitely yeah. um
0: well but um, yeah no I, mm-hmm. I i was just gonna say i as far as like the future goal for the podcast, what I had just said over the past couple of minutes, right. is kind of what I had in mind, but right, right, right. Um, rekindling old relationships that we had in the military, I think would be fun for everybody to listen to, you know? Mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Um, because I think both you and I are, uh, we, we take rel- relationships that we have with people and we value mm-hmm. them yeah. pretty heavily. Mm-hmm. So like when we stop talking to somebody, um, I think you and I probably think about it more than most people would.
2: Right, right.
0: You know what I'm saying? So I think it'll be good talking to those people that, you know, we have come on whenever they do come on. Not saying that we'll have a lot of people from the military come on, but.
1: No, yeah, but just, just going back to it, I think that's what I thought was with the podcast. So I thought the goal was with the podcast. So, um, but yeah, no, I, I definitely like your uh, your stretch or your, your take on it uh, to kind of, bring people on and give their, their story and kind of, you know, support them on their journey journey. Um, and I guess, you know, in, in a weird perspective, you know, this is, you know, supporting me, you know, to that yeah. other, that other level. So yeah, no, def- I mean, there you go. Then that's the, the goal of the podcast. Like I said, my goal, my take was us being on the balcony and you know, when someone would join us for a cigarette, we would talk to them and then we would just yeah. keep the ball rolling. So then that, in my mind, that's the podcast. Yeah. But I what I understand it it should it should be that and then develop into something else. So right well, now, I,
0: and and that's what I'm saying. Like when you and I would sit down on the balcony, we'd have our conversations. But anybody that came up and shared a mm-hmm. cigarette with us mm-hmm. they'd be hanging out on the balcony with us as well. So Yeah. It just putting it at the point of view of like, you know, the conver- nobody should take us seriously. The nothing that we say <laughs> is like yeah. super intuitive or uh it's not going to change anybody's opinion or anything like that but um just having somebody to to listen i think is more important than getting advice in some cases you know so most cases. you never know <laughs> yeah i get it i get it
1: um yeah man uh i like i said that's that's my take on it and uh yeah i hope i hope the the message or the goal is clear now that we we talked about it and um at i see the balcony with a million people and like at this point no but um yeah that one or two i don't know i feel like you know the, the weird part about it is is that you know i whenever it happens i can't wait for mcbride you know to, to yeah. come up, and you know it's it's gonna be the great having the three of us and if doc you know permits it you know the four of us but you know i, I can't wait for those uh those talks again yeah yeah
0: Yeah. and I think uh I mean the question came up last time that we did a live stream of why why McBride wasn't on the on the podcast originally and I think both you and I had the mentality that he was going to be part of the podcast eventually we just wanted to get to a point where we were putting out quality and and not only that we were putting out quality podcasts but also that we had a sense of idea of what we were doing yeah because if you if you I, not that I have any experience starting podcasts, but if you start something with three people, it's more likely that there's, there's going to be difficulties I've heard that. getting it off the ground. You yeah, know,
1: that's true.
0: So I think it was better that we started off just you and I, and that we can put um,
1: just lay put, the path.
0: Yeah. yeah, put the ducks in a row and make sure that yeah, you know, we have everything set up internally, and uh, that once we start getting McBride on it. I think it's gonna start. It's gonna be even better, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I had a I had a buddy um, who also is a veteran who reached out on on Twitter, and I yeah, just on my side, a lot of feedback, good feedback, and yeah, he was just uh, doing some promoting for the from the balcony, and uh, you know, I, I think you know we're we're both Filipino. He went into the Navy, and uh, you know, he great guy, uh, awesome dude. Uh, went to high school with him you know we're, we're not as close as we we should be and mm-hmm. you know, i respect that you know time but uh also different views and you know life but yeah man uh just just seeing the support on you know ends on, on different ends it's just crazy to me man and then um just kind of per- like real thought out messages you know just saying that like uh especially you know when this this would happen with my, my blogs or whatever but you know like just i don't know if you felt felt that before but just to know that someone's watching it on the other end and, you know, it makes their day or, you know, they they actually like tune in and they actually like get where we're coming from. So, you know, uh, seeing that and getting the messages, man, it it does something to me, man. And that's why I want to keep going and I'm so motivated to do these because I know that on the other side, there's someone that is listening.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I had, I I actually had one of my really good friends from high school reach out to me on Instagram too. And uh, him and I, played baseball together we were on the same team for a few years and uh I mean, we were really good friends and we would hang out on a consistent basis outside of baseball and mm-hmm. um he and I have always disagreed politically <laughs> and uh he's he after uh college he's he's starting to make music and stuff like that now and I was like dude we'd love to have you on the podcast eventually just to you know talk about your music and he's like yeah I'd like to talk about our political ideas that went to one another, and then he he like waited 30 minutes and he messaged me back. He's like, "I just heard your second episode. Never mind, because <laughs> that was when we're, <laughs> like, we're not getting political." Um,
1: I mean that's that's on some of, that's on people's agendas though, you know. It's no, but really-
0: it, it was just funny because like after he said that, uh, I was like, "Dude, to be honest with you, I'm I'm not as uh, committed to one side of the aisle that I used to be." Uh, yeah. I was like, when we used to talk, I was much more hard-headed and stuff like that. And I've get once, now that I've matured mm-hmm. to the point that I have now, I'm still not fully mature, but, uh, I, I, I told her, I was like, I'm much more middle ground. I'm not as, uh, as crazy as you probably remember me. So it's just funny because, <laughs> you know, you have conversations like that and you remember somebody from who they were when you last talked to them.
2: Mm. Mm-hmm, mm. Mm-hmm.
0: And you have really no, no sense of how they are right now, you know, because yeah. you yeah, haven't man. had a conversation. I mean, I haven't talked to them since seven years ago. So, I mean, it's, yeah. And probably even longer than that. Cause I was at that last high school. We didn't go to school together anymore. So.
1: Yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, and, and, you know, things, things don't change, you know, sometimes like with us, you know, like we could just pick up where we start stopped, but you know, definitely. Uh, trying to rekindle those relationships Uh, it takes a lot of time and i don't know sometimes i feel that that is the worst part about being a human and maybe the best part because i know for a fact that i have put in the time to you know rekindle relationships and you know kind of get back to where we used to but also i know that some people have gone gone to you know reach out to me and i haven't given the time of the day and that's i think that's the worst part and maybe the best part about being a human being is to is to uh pick and choose man i guess uh i don't know i I, that's very open-ended and very complex idea but
0: uh. what 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 idea is open-ended
1: just that just open idea open-ended meaning like you know um when someone tries to reach out to me, you know, I always, before. I mean, before I used to think it's like black and white, but it's not black and white, you know, it's not like if we don't talk now, that's it. We're never going to talk again. You know I mean? There's maybe I'm not in the right headspace or, you know, you're not, you're, maybe you're reaching out for the wrong reasons and stuff, you know? So I think that, you know, there's always a time and a place to kind of get back into, you know, cause if we had done this last year, I don't think I would have been as fully committed as I am today. You know what I mean? So yeah. um, that's a very weird message or statement that I just try to bring out
0: yeah it's uh I'm interested to see you know the amount of people that will get on to the to the podcast eventually I don't have any timetables for having people on you know it's not like I'm asking Mm -hmm. people hey can you be on in two weeks or can Mm -hmm. you be on next month or anything like that I I want to take this you know out as long as possible so Mm-hmm. I'm just. It'll be interested to see. You know, if we get this to to a point where it starts to catch some steam, you know, how many people that I'll be able to rekindle relationships with. Yeah, is, yeah. that's all. It's what it's all about. I just. I'm a. I'm a people person. I love people. That's like my. Yeah. Name, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love most people. I should say.
1: I think we so. could talk. Yeah, we could talk forever, man. Um. So what's on the what's on the lineup, man? What do you what are you thinking about the people you want to bring on? Is there a certain uh department, a person, a outlook on life. Do you want to get look kind of political or do you want to be on the artsy side or the uh
0: I don't think what? it really matters who we get on, you know. I do have been I do immediately want to get on as many military guys as we know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on the podcast just to, you know, have those conversations, catch up with them, seeing what they've been doing for the past three years, 'cause or four years. Mm-hmm. Um because I haven't talked with them since we were together in the military, you know? Yeah, so, right. I mean, you and I are, are kind of, you are one of three people that I talk to on a monthly basis, you know, mm-hmm. whether it's every single day or if it's one at time a month, you're like one of three people that I actually talked to. And we had 40 people in our platoon, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I'd say half of them, I liked enough to hold a conversation with. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you know of those half i i don't really maintain a relationship with so what are your mm-hmm. thoughts on it what are you uh who are you wanting to to reach out to
1: um currently yeah i mean i, I definitely obviously the military guys uh i i have a couple of buddies that you know um that maybe sort of you know have this different look on life and how we should you know Um, go about society and I think that it's 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 definitely out there but also you know might give some fresh perspective I mean I I definitely know where they're coming from and I wouldn't bring anyone that's batshit crazy but I definitely would love to um, you know put that out in the world and you know see your reaction to it too coming from you know the you know midwest or where the fuck you are um yeah you know and see and just kind of you know and also you know just me, my friends and you know where i'm coming from so you know i hope that i get to meet your friends and you know like kind of see where you're coming from too so yeah but but no one no one is specific i mean we could talk about artists we could talk about like videographers and photographers and people from my school and all that stuff um i think i think people from you know the film industry and what they're taking is i i, I think that that'd be kind of cool to have on the, the podcast too man
0: yeah, I think so too. Um, I was gonna say something, I forgot, I lost my train of thought, but uh, I think, I mean, honestly, I think if you have somebody on that's got differing opinion, it's especially nowadays, it's it's better to be open minded than than mm-hmm, closed minded, mm-hmm. just because people have been closed minded for so long, and it's it's showing.
1: Um, yeah, yeah. Lately. With,
0: lately, yeah, with with the environment. I mean, you can just go on to social media, and I've just I mean I the majority of the friends that I had especially like on Facebook were mm-hmm. people that I went to high school with and uh, I mean just to see how closed-minded a lot of them were I've had to I mean it's getting to the point where like I'm just not even gonna I'll just defriend people like, I yeah. just don't, yeah, too there's good. no there, there's no sense of me losing sleep over something that somebody says I'd rather yeah. just that's why I, the only things that I follow on Facebook are like cooking and woodworking. Cause that's like, I have, uh, there's a page that I follow It's called, uh, Mexican recipes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then there's uh, woodworking. And, uh, so just those types of things that just keeps your mind off of mm-hmm. what most people are sharing on social media nowadays. But I don't know, like as far as, as people coming onto the podcast, it wouldn't hurt to get somebody with differing opinions than either you or I. So, yeah. Um, we'll see.
1: Yeah, no, I get it, man. And yeah, I mean, I, I think that, um, I mean, how, how's it going on for you, man? How, I was, uh, I mean, I don't even know what day it is. I think it's like day one thirty or something like that. And by the way, for everyone that's listening, um, with, uh, me and Sierra's decision to keep counting, we're going to keep counting because, um, until what we said was until corona is over or until we find a vaccine until we feel the need i mean until you know until things change whatever that may be we're not going to stop counting and yeah. you know from wh- where we started and we're just going to keep going from there um but yeah no i think that uh with everything with, with what you said was on facebook i think that uh Yeah, man, I I, like I look at my timeline on social media and I'm just like, wow, dude, these are these are some crazy, crazy times because, you know, I remember at one point you you would get bashed for, you know, even talking about your uh, your opinion or your side. But then now it's like if you don't talk about it and where you stand, you just get, you know, and, you know, I I guess one thing, too, is uh, I was super afraid of starting this podcast is like cancel culture. You know, like, I don't know if you like you follow that whole. That whole timeline, but my goodness, man, there's so much things about cancel culture. Things like this right here, like we can get like, you know, brought up later on, and like, of course, like, you know, like, and I, and I take a lot of inspiration from like Joe Rogan, where he's like, you know, who gives a fuck, you know, just like do what you gotta do. People are gonna hate you anyway so just do what you gotta do, you know. But yeah, no, just 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 following that stuff and how twenty years ago a tweet can bite you in the ass, like wow, dude. And of course, I'm not a, I'm not the perfect guy. If you know me in real life, I'm not a good guy. Or you know, <laughs> and I used to be a big. Fan You're, not You're not perfect. You're not. I'm not perfect, and I there used to be. Big, yeah, I used to be be a big troll, and yeah. I had to go through a lot of downs to you know chill out. So, yeah, man, I, that's one of the things you know, kind of like quiet footsteps, man. I don't know. It's weird.
0: Yeah, I mean to answer your question, I think, I think we're doing okay. Um, I don't know. I I, I guess it kind of helps the fact that. I've been able to start going back out to my accounts. If, okay. if uh, it, It's up to me. You know, at the end of the day, my, my boss leaves it up to me. He's like, if, if you want to go out, then by all means go out. But if you want to stay home because it feels safer at home, then feel, feel free to stay at home. But the thing that I don't know if a whole lot of people think about, because I don't know how many people listen to this with kids, when they shut everything down, they shut parks down, they shut swimming pools down, they shut – the zoo down so Mm -hmm. like the majority of the things that my wife would take my kids to do on a daily basis everything was shut down so I think it's Mm -hmm. it's been more of a detriment for my wife than it has for me because I've had my work to distract me you know whereas she's having to being a being a parent is not easy you know there's just kids are crazy and um when you're having to deal with them on 24 seven and not only that, you can't have outlets to get them out of the house. Mm-hmm. It, it gets to a point where you're like, should I start smoking again? It's like,
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I just, I'm joking with that, but um, no, I, I think for her, it's been a little bit more difficult, but she's, she's done a really good job of, of coping with it. And, yeah. you know, finding things that can distract I, it. She's always impressed me just because, she's a really good mom not only a mom but she just she comes up with different things to do at home you know mm-hmm. so like she'll make homemade play-doh or she'll make uh arts and crafts with the girls that they can do mm-hmm. or so i mean she's she's she does a really good job of coming up with ideas on
1: oh, um, that's how
0: to do things so
1: no that's that's great man i think that um yeah i mean you and anna's uh dynamic is something um, unique definitely I think that um, but also I mean don't don't take offense to this man but it, it, it's such a weird because when I think about an American you know family I think I see I mean if anything you man you're you're kind of living it man you're like a business guy you work in the automotive industry and yeah your wife does you know with the kids and you know she she. but nah man I like I said man in the beginning of the the podcast man i really do um cherish that lifestyle i really adore it and you know it's it's a hit or miss with some people but i I think that you found a good good solid plan man i think that it's really a come together if anything and i I don't know if that was your 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 plan in the first place have you always wanted that or have you always wanted a family yeah like i mean i know you've been always a family man but like Um, is this where you saw yourself man or
0: so i guess i'll answer your question with a tangent but when when <laughs> i started talking with my now wife
1: mm-hmm. i
0: uh i told myself and i don't know if you remember i may have mentioned it to you and mcbride i don't remember but i was like dude i'm just done with girls like i'm not gonna date anymore
1: yeah that's i'm gonna you... worry
0: about finding a girlfriend
1: and you became yeah yeah uh, you became my girlfriend
0: yeah 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 uh, uh <laughs> um but it's, like, right after I said that is when we started talking, like, literally, like, a week later. Um, and it's all just, like, I, we haven't really planned anything out. Like, we didn't plan on getting married as quick as, as we did. I mean, we, we started talking. And then four months after we started talking, we got engaged. And then four yeah. months after we got engaged, uh, we got married. So we had been together for, like, less than a year by the time that we had gotten married. Um, and we did it all long distance. So I was in Texas, she was in Colorado. Uh, Mm -hmm. so the majority of our relationship was over Skype. Um, and, uh, and it all just, I mean, it's, it started pretty quick. I mean, to be 100% transparent with everybody. I mean, when we first got married, like a month after we got married, uh, we found out she was pregnant, but, uh, like two weeks after that, we found out that she miscarried, which at the time, it was really, really hard. Um, but, you know, it kind of, in a strange way, it made us be closer. I mean, we had we had already started off a relationship really strong, just because it was the first time that we had been together on a consistent basis, but it was also her first time away from family. And um, her family is very close. So uh, her needing to depend on me rather than depend on talking with her mom or her sisters was really healthy for us. Mm-hmm. And, and then you, you stack, you know, the situation that we had gone through on top of that, we had, we'd gotten even closer. So after that we kind of both agreed that we wanted to start our family sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. So the day that I got out of the military, we found out we were pregnant with our first daughter. Um, and that was eight months after we had gotten married. So, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, to answer your question, I've always wanted to be a family man. I guess, um, it, it never really was on the forefront of my mind when I was single, but once mm-hmm. I was married, it was definitely yeah. a motivation for us, for us, you know?
1: Yeah. You, um, and thank you for sharing that, man. I know that, you know, it takes a, takes a lot and, uh, I love being transparent and I love, um, kind of, you, you kind of the onion you kind of see you know deeper you know we are human and uh we're not doing it to be on an agenda or whatever but yeah man when you i mean like i said i remember all that and you kind of went maybe even 200 in i mean yeah i mean we were in the military and you were just if anything love struck i mean i i don't think i remember remember you the, i don't even remember i don't even remember you that year <laughs> yeah because <laughs> you were gone and you're doing your own thing so
0: well, but any I chance, think, any chance that we had at like a four day weekend. That's right.
1: Yeah. And you were gone. Like, oh, we're Stanfield, Stanfield's back home. Like, yeah, but yeah, man, I, I think that, um, yeah. And you did answer my question, man, but I, I just always wondered if there was uh, maybe more to it, maybe more, I mean, not, not to, you know, dirty laundry, but I was just wondering if there was like more to this. Cause you, you you've asked me that Where what do I, what did I want to do? Where, where do I yeah. want to be? At? I told you overseas, if anything, but. You know, um, well, I just
0: I, I think it's funny because like, well, I, I went back a couple weeks ago, not on purpose, but on accident. I went back and like looked at some of our messages when we were talking. Uh, dude, sick tan. You like that? <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, good. Uh, it's, it's golf for you, baby. because you get 10. Uh, tan. I think it was funny just because looking back, uh, when we were dating. We had mentioned, like we started talking about kids and stuff, because we were always serious. Like from the moment that we knew we were dating, we were,
2: Mm -hmm.
0: we knew we were eventually going to get married. It was kind of just one of those things. But anyways, Mm -hmm. um, when we we were talking about having kids, we both were like, "Yeah, we want to have four kids," and we have two now. And I'm like, "I'm done after the third one."
1: (laughs) (laughs) No man. I was like, "You got to get a boy, dude. You got to get a." We're gonna try
0: one more time for a boy, and if it's a girl so
1: be it okay i'll see you at the sixth one bro <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but uh
0: i mean you can always make plans for the future but when you're, you're actually...
1: not really you're not really answering my question man i'm trying to figure out where, where did you see yourself without without anna if we're for if being straight cut to it bro
0: Well, you didn't ask that what no, I... i'm asking
1: is like what's is what's there more to it man? like was there you know if so what... like i said if if i wasn't with sierra you know i'd probably take any chance i got to be overseas or whatever you know
0: yeah i mean i don't know if I've, I've really ever thought about like where i would be if i didn't have a family but i mean just because it's it's so uh i mean that is my life right now I, I have right. a family, so i i haven't really thought about i guess but yeah to answer your question so when when i got out of the military uh i mm-hmm. went through kind of a rough patch for the first year that i was out because i was working so many hours Uh, I gained quite a bit of weight when I got out Um, and I was just at a point I was like man I'm just I'm not who I used to be I'm not liking where I'm at so I started looking into not only getting in back into the military but looking at getting into a special operations type role because I mean you know me and everybody who knows me in the military knows that I've always had that itch like I've always Mm -hmm. wanted to do something Mm -hmm. Um, so I guess if if I were just on my own I'd probably pursue something of that nature um whatever that looks like I did I mean but mm-hmm. um but I'm not in that situation so
1: so so military or 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 federal or you know on that yeah degree.
0: probably I mean I most if I was gonna go military route I would probably venture down the chief warrant officer route and be a mm-hmm. helicopter mm-hmm. pilot
2: yeah
0: um but uh, but if I went federal, I'd I'd go federal law enforcement. So yeah, yeah, man. that's still on the horizon. I I mean I still have interest in that. Yeah,
1: Just don't yeah don't yeah don't um yeah like I said man I mean like I said not, nothing's nothing's off the table. I mean, what well, what you said what I said I mean like I said if someone if someone's out there who needs a person <laughs> behind the camera and is offering Germany. a ticket yeah whatever and a ticket out of here I'm down man no man i i really uh
0: you can come move to indiana and video me <sighs> no I'll, I'll pay you dinner every night no.
1: every night for three months no I'm good well
0: every other night <laughs> you have to eat leftovers <laughs>
1: nice dude <No. laughs> um yeah no dude uh even with uh i mean even what you said with you know not being on one side anymore man i i, I have to bring this up because I know that it's political, but I, I do have to get your take on it man I, yeah. I have to ask you what do you think is going on in Seattle right now, dude I, every time I look at my timeline, it's just a crazy and and granted, I do follow a lot of artists you know on Twitter yeah. and and Instagram, so you know everything that they're covering is these um, injustices, obviously, and these unmarked officers federal officers in unmarked cars yeah you know doing what they have to do yeah and i have to i have to get your take because I, i i have to see one side of the spectrum is oh yeah well we're protecting um you know the federal buildings and you know we're taking people that have caused harm without harming others so then they're trying to do it as low profile as they can and then um the other side of the spectrum is this is not the America that you know I want to live in. Right. You know? So, so yeah, I had to ask him.
0: It's a it's a tough situation on both sides of the argument because right. on one side of the argument you have how far do you let people go without any consequences? Right. And then on the other side of the argument is are you doing it legally? Are you mm-hmm. are you detaining people legally? Mm-hmm. Um. So, Are they still
1: humans? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
0: And I so when it first started happening, I was uh I was under the under I, I didn't know enough about it to really formulate an opinion. Like I saw oh, what was mm-hmm. happening, um, but I didn't know who they were picking up and why they were picking them up. Mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. I mean I guess that in itself should probably speak loud enough for me to say it's not right. I think mm-hmm. um I saw the same guy that I was talking to you about that we were in uh, high school together and played ball together. He posted Mm -hmm. something on his Instagram story uh, and not to bring his political agenda into this conversation, Mm -hmm. but he said on, on, he posted a picture of a federal agent uh, walking around with his gas mask. And he said, "NRA boys, where are you at for this type of tyranny? And it made me look at it from the perspective of, you know, people on the, on the right, who probably are more in line with what I think, You know, we're always worried that the federal government is going to get too big to the point where they're going to start taking away our rights Mm -hmm. um, to the point where we're going to have to go through another revolution. And obviously we're, we're miles away from that. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about that, but it made me look at from the point of view of like, this is tyrannical, you know, the, the things that they're doing are not right. Mm -hmm. Um, and there needs to be due process that they put these people through, mm-hmm. in order mm-hmm. to make sure that they're getting the the rights that they deserve, not only as as Washington citizens, but as U.S. citizens. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I, I guess to to have a specific answer for what do I think is going on, or how do I think about it, I don't think it's right. I think they're the states should be left to themselves to deal mm-hmm. with whatever issues that they're having right. on, it's- on, on an economic level, on a security level, on a, so on and so forth. I think it should be up to the States to govern themselves and, mm-hmm. you know, unless it's, unless it's uh, terrorism to the point where it, it, it's going to be federally, dangerous it's going to put the the entire country at risk then i think the federal government could step in but i don't think they're at that point right now
1: yeah I, yeah like i said i would i would i would like to say that um you know uh these are all our opinions and of course like we like like you said earlier i i couldn't i didn't get enough information to you know formulate an opinion but um yeah man i think that you know and it says a lot about the city or says a lot about the state that, you know, can't control these protests. I mean, you know, and this is my opinion, but you know, one part of me wants to say like, you know, they wouldn't be doing it for no reason. You know I mean? They, they wouldn't be snatching up people or, or, you know, they wouldn't be um, you know, being unmarked and all that stuff for no reason. And it's the wrong reason, you know, but I, I don't really know where I was going with that, but I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that there's, there's people pissed on both sides you know and and as shitty as it sounds man i uh of course we we as a society have gone to a point where you know peacefulness and all that stuff has not it ha- hasn't you know gotten any traction so now now we result to you know whatever violence is you know or yeah you know? so i don't know man i just i i think I am still the the you know the type of American to believe in my government, you know, and I'll always like, not always back up. Of course there's always question marks and stuff, but yeah, man, it, things are just getting super, uh, I'm just getting lost, man. Like I really don't know. And every time I look at, um, you know, social media, you know, which, which that in itself is just poison to the brain, man. Cause I'm just like, it's just making me think, think about other things, but um,
0: yeah, it's, uh, I, I, uh... Like I said at the beginning of this, I, I don't think that either side is 100% right. I don't yeah. think that, uh, and, and I don't think that there's an easy answer to either of them. You know, mm-hmm. um, I don't think that people should be allowed to vandalize uh, the city, mm-hmm. but I also don't think that federal agents can come in and just swoop people up in unmarked vehicles. Um, yeah. I, I mean, there's an infringement of, personal rights at some point and uh what does the correct answer look like i have no idea but
1: yeah i don't even know where the end game is at. you know what i mean like what where, where where does it stop it and one thing is that i read that you know people thought that after you know the four you know police officers were convicted etc for uh, george floyd you know everything would stop and you know it, it hasn't stopped it's still going across america but it's just not obviously being televised or not talked about because um you know Certain Americans think that oh yeah, well we got what we wanted, so we're done. No, it doesn't stop there. You know, everyone's yeah. still for their shit. So um,
0: I mean, I do I do have an issue with with primarily white people still saying that the things that they're protesting for is George George Floyd when yeah, in, in reality, I mean they're not they're not doing anything for anybody. Um you you know what I'm saying by that? Think no, can
1: you I, elaborate? Yeah, sorry about that.
0: I, the protests that happened after George Floyd were warranted, and they were clear, mm-hmm. and uh, the message was was resounding. Mm-hmm. I think the protests that are happening now are primarily white people who mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Are, are more or less just doing the things that they're doing for the sake of causing a riot.
1: You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could see that. Um, and
0: uh, I think they're using the platform of African-Americans being killed by cops yes. mm-hmm. to uh, to make destruction. And that doesn't help anybody out. It doesn't help out yeah. African-Americans mm-hmm. that are trying to get reform. And that doesn't mm-hmm. help out, uh, you know, whatever their agenda is. Because when you when you have a middle America person who is not racist um, but goes and looks at things that are happening currently, it gives mm-hmm. them the wrong idea of the reform that they're trying to pursue. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's frustrating to look at uh, yeah. at people who are, are, are rioting or protesting for the wrong reasons, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, honestly, man, I, I have to be really transparent with my end is that, I think that maybe I haven't really stepped in or said a lot about it is because, and especially with COVID and Corona, I've talked this this to with my wife is that it really hasn't. And that, and it's the wrong mindset. I mean, believe me, people who are listening to this, I understand it's the wrong, you know, idea, the wrong mindset, but it hasn't hit home. You know, I, for me, granted, you know, I don't know if this is for anybody that's listening, but I don't, know anyone that has been affected with COVID-19 yeah I don't I I don't know anyone that has been to the marches and you know that's saying a lot of course Uh we all have our own opinion but it hasn't hit home it's not outside my doorstep yeah and I guess and that's me being transparent and that's me being honest but I guess I haven't taken that next step because it's not in front of my you know outside my window you know yeah and That's the wrong, you know, the wrong idea and the wrong mindset, dude, but it's definitely it hasn't hit me as hard as it should have, you know, and I haven't done my research and you know, I understand where I'm coming from, but yeah, man, that's, that's just mm -hmm. when
0: this whole thing started as far as COVID is concerned and Mm -hmm. like people were wearing masks and things like that. Honestly, when, when it first all started, I was like wearing masks, isn't going to do anything. And that's just dumb. Like, why are you wearing a mask? And then I got to the point where I realized that wearing a mask is not going to hurt me. It's not, if anything, it's just Mm -hmm. like, it's not going to do anything for me not to wear, or it's not going to do anything for me to wear a mask. You know what Mm I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, It's not going to affect me personally. So uh, even if this whole thing is false, like even if, if everybody is saying that, uh, the coronavirus is is not doing anything. It's not as as powerful as people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the worst that's gonna happen is I'll wear some cloth over my face for a period of yeah. thirty minutes. Yeah. Uh, but if it is as bad as people say it is, then you know wearing a mask is is gonna help. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, I've kind of gone through a transformation over the past few weeks because when it first started, if you would have asked me to wear a mask, I'd be like, "No, I'm not wearing a mask." But now I'm like, <laughs> "All right."
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, it's definitely, you know, it's, it's, it's uh, being considerate, but now going back to it, man, I, 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 whatever, what, what my statement was is that, you know, not knowing that there's a problem and then not trying to figure out the information or, you know, the reason behind it, it's ignorance, dude. And I think that, you know, I'm not a perfect person, but definitely a a lot of, I still have a lot of ignorant traits about it and, like I said, man, I, I'm listening. I'm hearing everything that's happening, and I'm seeing what's going on. But has it affected me on a daily day basis like a daily basis? No, because it's not out. You know, it's not at my doorstep. And uh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, no. So yeah, no. That's uh, that's my take on it. And yeah, I'm glad that you you kind of you told your side of uh, what's what's happening in Seattle because I I've always wanted to know. Um, you know trying to be a police officer and I, I i have a lot of friends that are you know being police officers and all that stuff and you know
0: yeah uh, and i i mean i have family members who are police officers so like mm-hmm. when i see people post online that you know cops are pigs and that mm-hmm. lives don't matter i mean that that affects me on a personal level just because i don't agree yeah. with that but at the same time there's mm-hmm. so like i i, I listened to jocko on uh, on Joe Rogan's podcast mm-hmm. and everything that that dude says is just so insightful to me because <laughs> pisses like, excellence, huh? <laughs> yeah, he really does. I mean, he wakes up at four o'clock in the morning and pisses excellence where I'm yeah. struggling to get out of bed at seven. But yeah. uh, and just, I just, he's like police officers are so under trained yeah. um, and the situations that they're in are so high stress Yeah. And I never really thought about it from the point of view of like PTSD. Cause uh, I mean, when you and I hear PTSD, I mean, some of the times I think we can roll our eyes because people in the military yeah, who who claim PTSD on a Mm -hmm. non-military level, I mean, Mm -hmm. sometimes it can be overplayed and stuff like that. But you think Mm -hmm. about it from a point of view of a police officer, 90% of the interactions that they have, with people are civil and uh, mm. you know, it goes the way that both parties want, but there are 10% yeah. of the interactions that they may have. And there's no time frame to this hundred percent ratio that I'm making, but uh, there's 10% of the time where the interactions that they have with somebody are super high stress, whether it's them having to forcefully arrest somebody or mm. pulling a gun on someone, tasing somebody, mm-hmm. uh, tear gas, whatever it may be. Mm-hmm you know, our police, our police departments allowing police officers to just take a step back and just uh, vent through whatever it is that they've just gone through, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, And not only that, I mean, the majority of police academies that go on, some of them are a year long, some of them are six months, some of them are four months. I mean, mm-hmm. and after that, you go through an FTO process where you have a field training officer who's sitting with you for eight to twelve weeks, is that enough training for somebody to get onto the streets and and deal with those high stress situations on a day-to-day basis? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe not. I mean, that's a conversation for a different time. But right. just hearing uh Jocko's point of view, he's like, cops need to train 20% of their time, whether that's on a five day in a five day window, if they train one day out of those five days, then that's fine. But they need to be training 20% of the time. And I've mm-hmm. heard Joe Rogan bring it up multiple times uh, with other guests that he's has on since Jaco has been on a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it just makes sense. I mean, that's, that's part of the reform that I think police departments need to look at is, is the training that they have for their sheriff's deputies or police officers sufficient mm-hmm. enough for the interactions that they're having on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, man, it's, it's definitely, I, yeah, you know, I hear you and it's um uh, again, you know, PTSD can be, you know, combat and non-combat. I mean, I for me when I think about PTSD, I think about just trauma. Yeah. Right? I yeah, and about- I
0: I don't I, I don't want people to think of what I said as I don't think people deal with PTSD. I think it's it's one of it's come a long way in the past 10 years, but mm-hmm. it's definitely not it's still not at a point where it's it's talked about seriously enough. So yeah. Don't yeah, take what yeah. I said as me thinking it's not a real thing. I do actually mm-hmm. think it's real. Mm-hmm. I just think that you
1: know <laughs> military people they they definitely extend the uh, the reach of of uh, having PTSD. But right. uh, going back to it, I mean, um, yeah, man, I, I I think personally, I think that what you said, you know, training you know, is eight six to eight months with the FTO like enough. Personally, I don't think so. Um, should they be you know training twenty percent of the time? Yes, I think that. uh it's a definitely a need and yeah i think that you know going out into the world and you know interacting with uh civilians and people that you know you don't know their next step and um i guess you know that that does something to the brain man i mean yeah one person's you know reaching for their pocket for a wallet and one you know i mean it's different scenarios but then you know the cops they they take it a step further because they've seen that type of action and they've seen what it could do and yeah i going way back into the beginning of it you know i i've never when i got out of the military i was never very political with what i thought was going on with uh, the military or with you know police officers but right you know it does it does uh hurt a little bit or it does take a lot when i i do see you know friends or people i see on my timeline that that don't um respect or or you know just trying to even like open their mind to a person that you know it, like my idea is that I don't know I, I really I really can go down this rabbit hole but I guess what I'm trying to say is it it does affect me when I do see people that um put their life on the line all you know all day yeah. every day yeah. and get treated like shit man that's that's just uh I, I can't imagine if we were and of course there's people bashing us of course we're you know we're doing it for the wrong reasons but i mean we were we were doing what we had to do and i guess you know good or bad but i don't know man i just i can't imagine just people just bashing us i don't know it's just i'm formulating a lot of thoughts right now and i I can't really put them together but
0: yeah i know i I understand what you're getting at
1: it does hurt though it does it definitely does hurt and you know i was i was i was just reading up some like you know oef (laughs) (laughs) operators fuck stuff and yeah um yeah man it was just you know just doing doing everything that you do or at, on a daily basis or doing what you did in the military just for a bigger purpose you know in life and uh yeah i, I just had to keep going back into that um whole thing it's just in a sense like you know a lot of a lot of uh military like vets they always say like well they could burn the flag they could you know say fuck you know um uh, you know the cops and you fuck the military but literally that's what we fought for you know yeah it's like literally what you know we fought for for americans could do what they want to do yeah and that might be a very uh outlandish type of mindset but i just had to keep reminding myself like if you say something wrong or you say something that doesn't really sit well with me well you know like that's that's what we fought for man so
0: right yeah it sucks that uh you know people are are not getting messages across just based off of the color of your skin. I mean, that, that in itself is, I, I mean, that's, that's some BS, but I mean, when did when Colin Ka- Kaepernick started kneeling for the flag, I mean, initially I was upset and then I watched mm-hmm. uh, a couple of videos on, uh, so he had talked to the, he was a former Green Beret. I can't remember mm-hmm. what his name is off the top of my mind. And he was the one that, Because originally Mm -hmm. Colin Kaepernick was would sit on the bench for Mm -hmm. the uh, the national anthem, and then he Mm -hmm. asked this former Green Beret what he thought would be a more respectful way to go about it, and Mm -hmm. he had the idea of kneeling. Um, so and and then I eventually got to the mindset what is exactly what you just said. You know, regardless of what I think, you know, if I think it's right or wrong, it is literally what we fought for. Yeah. You know yeah. we, we we fought for people's right to say and do what they want in a free yeah. country so yeah. I mean it's, I always
1: have to remind myself that like hey man like you don't take it so personal you know this is the you know the country that we live in man so, so. yeah yeah
0: and it you just you also have to remind yourself that they're they're trying to bring awareness to something they're not doing it because they hate the country if yeah. anything they're doing it because they love the country because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the country they live in allows it allows them to do that
1: yeah I, I hate people who are like well if you don't like america just leave like no you shouldn't just leave you have, there has to be a change bro like what are you talking about we don't have to we don't yeah. all have to leave bro we have to just change something about it because well that's a, that's exactly
0: that's yeah. exactly the thing is like if everybody who hated america left there would be no conversation yeah. and conversation yeah. is first of all conversation has lost its art form like uh well, yeah, yeah people who disagree with each other don't have conversations they just further get entrenched to their beliefs because they only talk to people who have the same beliefs and that they do uh,
1: are, are you speaking upon like i would like to have a coffee with you let's have a conversation like a like a civil thing well, is that what you're referring to in
0: person i i i bring i say in person but in person can be over the phone it can be mm-hmm. facing face to face with somebody nobody Mm -hmm. does that anymore like if you disagree with somebody you're either going to tweet at them your 180 characters or whatever it is that you Mm -hmm. disagree
1: or unfriend them like you said earlier
0: (laughs) or you're gonna go on facebook and say you're wrong for these reasons Mm -hmm. you can't hear people's voice and collections when you talk on the internet you can't see their body language you can't Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: so like i may say something on the internet that comes off as like uh sarcastic or arrogant or something like that. And I'm just honestly asking, like, what does this mean? You know? And unless you had that conversation face to face, you wouldn't be able to understand that it was a, an honest question rather than somebody trying to get under mm-hmm. the, the skin of somebody. Mm-hmm. So um communication needs to be reestablished for anything. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I was actually referring to um yeah and there's there's definitely, you know, people that were in my school and, you know, there's people, you know, today that I would love to just pick their brain. I don't know that term. I I use that term a lot, but, you know, picking someone's brain and, you know, asking them to, you know, um, for some coffee and just kind of like talking and having a conversation. So I guess that's what I thought you were talking about, but having, having that interaction, um, means a lot, at least to me. And I, yeah, I don't see that a lot nowadays. So I think that that's something that we lack, um, you know with everybody but you're right though you know over the internet you know kind of I'm saying one thing and you know you're just so closed off already you don't even want to hear the other side of it you know so yeah that's definitely a I don't agree with all that shit man. <laughs> yeah I really, I really don't Um, but yeah things have to change man I, I mean uh, I, I definitely saw a lot of things on my uh, social media where it's like why is racism even a question like don't yeah. be racist. you know what I mean like why are we even having that it's like <laughs> But it's like, yeah, you shouldn't.
0: You shouldn't have an issue with racism being non-existent.
1: Yeah, that's. I don't know why that's even a topic. And then to even elevate it, we're we're having these discussions, which. I mean, I mean, itself. Well,
0: and so I look at it, and I'm not trying to bring it back to the military, but here we go. Here, Here we go. When we were in the military, our platoon had legitimately every every race you could think of. Um, we had we had black people, we had white people, we had Mexicans, we had
1: Native Americans,
0: Native Americans, we had Italians, kind of, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean,
1: mm-hmm.
0: so I mean, I, and I didn't. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna say this, but I may not have seen the full picture. I didn't see anything happen that was overtly racist to anybody. Yeah.
1: Um, I mean, we definitely did it as a joke. There was definitely some sidestepping right. where we're like, wow. But then, like, of course, we go back into it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah.
0: Right. And I'm saying more on the, the level of I never saw any decisions that were made based off of somebody's skin color. Like, I never saw yeah. a leader do something directly to somebody in their leadership tree. Yeah because mm-hmm. of the way that they were, either their uh, political ideas, skin color or sexual orientation. Mm-hmm. Um, because we, I mean, we did have some people that, that were gay in our, in our platoon. Yeah. And, um, you know, it's, again, at the end of the day, are the people to your left and right going to protect yeah. you on, 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 in, the, in the situation that they need to? And I think everybody in our platoon understood that everybody had everyone's backs regardless yeah. of what they thought you know so I that's know,
1: what really mattered
0: and it, and that may be you may have seen something differently but and that, that may be a naive of me but um i say all that to say i just don't understand people like in the real world <laughs> i just i don't get like yeah i don't understand <laughs> how people can be so closed-minded and yeah. Not listen to anything on both sides. I mean you have people who are close side, closed minded on the left and people who are closed minded on the right. it's like just shut up and listen to each other. Yeah. I mean that's one. Don't get
1: me wrong, man. I mean there's 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 some stuff that I've saying, you know, take it as that is, but you know, definitely I've learned from you know what's accepted and what's not. But uh, you know, it, it's and that, that just, that's over time. But, you know, the the things that we've said, it's all out of jokes, it's all out of love. I mean, I would never, like, pure hatred, pure racism. Yeah, there's no excuse for that shit, man. There's no. definitely no excuse for that shit. And, yeah, man, it, it's, to eat, like I said, to to even elevate it and to have a discussion about it is, is just so crazy to me, just to try to defend your point. But that this is the the, the, the thing we fought for, yeah? So, um, yeah. Yeah, man. Uh, I, and I know that in some sense that we try to stray away from these topics, but I think these are like solid, strong topics. You know, I think that this, this, you know, I use this analogy all the time or metaphor, but, you know, it peels the onion, it kind of shows us, yeah. you know, just who we are and what we, I mean, we're, we're veterans. We're, we're in the military. We, we know, we've seen it, we've done, you know, whatever, but still we, we go back in the civilian sector and, you know, maybe time has changed, but, our yeah, but <laughs> but That's what I'm saying, like, oh, man, they're, you know, the military So, of course, they voted for Trump Of course they did this, of course they did that I mean, Of course you're all about guns Like, you know, Josiah, uh, I had to tell you right now I, I bought my gun, I mean, I I did my gun license I, I shoot guns, you know, every so often Every, like, three months Just to, you know, just to train Or, you know, just yeah. to, to shoot yeah. a gun
2: Yeah.
1: But do I own a gun? Do I, you know, like, you know what I mean? Do I, do I go the extra step to
0: To get a gun? All the
1: extra stuff, like, yeah you know, I, and maybe that's just because of California, right? I was gonna say maybe that's because yeah. you're in California
0: and yeah, they make. But it but what I'm trying to say is on.
1: that is that the stigma of a veteran coming to the civilian sector, you just like oh well, you know he must do this, he must do that, like
0: yeah, you got know, gotta, well, you gotta only, change that. Yeah, I think there's a stigma that everybody in the military is Republican, and I found out very quickly that that is not the case. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean, not to put that out there in the world, I mean, the world, but well, I'm saying like. I mean, like
0: <laughs> i think most people when they look at like if you were to talk to somebody who has no prior knowledge of what the military is or yeah. exists in the military i think the majority of people would say that it's like rednecks who go into the military who it's don't have any the other option. And it's like that's the okay. furthest thing from the case yeah. and not only is there different ideas in the military but and the reason i say that most people think that uh the military is republicans is because you hear all the time during elections that, you know, the majority of veterans are going to vote a certain way than the other, which could potentially be the case, but could potentially not. Who's saying
1: that? You know what I mean? Like who's saying yeah. that? What the, like? People yeah, who don't, don't. understand. But,
0: uh, no, I, I, I mean, part of the thing that I do want to have some, some people on and, and maybe they can bring attention to, to something that I never realized and, yeah. and uh, you know, give me, give me information that, you know that I missed out on um, mm-hmm. but I like I said as long as we're we're open minded and um, we go about it with no agendas I think the conversation should be should be good they should be constructive you know
1: yeah man yeah I really uh, yeah I really enjoy it like I said I really enjoy this stuff I mean if anything it's it's therapeutic man <laughs> yeah. I don't know how about it is for you but it's definitely therapeutic for me just to Well,
0: I I don't know like we had mentioned the the things that you see on social media if you disagree or agree with it you have only social media to talk about it but there's a difference between typing something out and actually speaking on it you know definitely 100% so 100%. it's it's definitely therapeutic to just get it off my chest as far as like what i've been feeling because i think if and i haven't posted anything about what i what my opinions are on social media because i i don't want to get into
1: a heated debate on a, well not even a heated a debate
0: like i don't want i don't want to be painted into a corner in either yeah. either way like um yeah i just i don't think that that's a good medium to express your opinion anyways i think social media yeah. is you know one of the worst things for you
1: i've done yeah i've definitely had my um my interactions in the past where i've said some outlandish shit and i've you know paid the price and i've I definitely felt the heat from, you know, a certain group of people. So um, people who know me, uh, I used to be a certain way on social media and I've changed my ways because I definitely had to reflect and look back and be like, wow, you know, that was some out-of-pocket shit. So just reflecting. So uh, yeah, that, that side of me is always uh, kept away, but you know, just to see it, it it does hurt. And I have to express that, you know, because I I am a human being and, you know, but again, I I go back to the, this is what we fought for type of thing. So this is why we, you know, bigger picture. So, uh, but everyone that's sticking with us and, you know, I know that our last episode when we started getting somewhat political, we kind of lost some people. Yeah. Dropped off. But but you know that's that's not the point of this podcast the point of the podcast is to be on the balcony with us and these are the real conversations that means you know Josiah used to have and just feel this i mean if we're being honest you know just feel the uh the the conversation the 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 the, the good and the bad between us so yeah i really uh, if you re- if you're listening to this i really hope that you you feel like you're you're part of the conversation so
0: you're right yeah i agree but yeah, I think this is good. I think uh, I think today was. I didn't realize how much I needed to talk about these things. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I
1: I and I'm always gonna ask the left side. You know the the you know out of left field type of questions. I know that we try to stray away from it, but uh, I, I definitely love your insight on some certain um, you know topics. So, and then yeah, I, I'll always throw a fast one <laughs> whenever I can, bro.
0: <laughs> right, high and inside. Yeah. Speaking of high-end inside, are you ready for sports to be back tonight? Opening
1: ba- day. Basketball?
0: Baseball. Was, tonight. Basketball
1: was on yesterday, dog. You didn't see the games?
0: Oh, There's scrimmages, but I'm saying like Oof. regular season. So baseball. Like re- regular season, baseball starts tonight. Okay, okay. Uh, the NBA starts on the 28th, I think. So. Yeah,
1: the scrimmages are pretty good. I mean, you know, obviously everyone's seeing their footing. So, I mean, it's it's definitely um, something to look at. Um yeah, man, just ex- exhibition games. I mean, you know, if we're being honest, and I know that we're supposed to wrap this up, but I, I really can't wait for the Olympics. Uh, I can't imagine being an athlete, training your whole life to be in the Olympics, and then Corona. You God. know, like, like
0: <laughs> so they, Did they delay it till next year? Is that what they
1: did? I know. I mean, for me, I haven't done my research on it. So uh, I guess that we should bring that up next, next time. But yeah. um, I, I, we're scheduled for Monday. And uh yeah, it should be should be good. And it should yeah. be a live stream on Monday. So if you're tuning in right now, uh look out for that. And I'm pretty sure me and Josiah will do our best to be on uh, social media, being actively engaging with everybody.
0: Yeah, to tease what we have planned for next week. We uh we have our first guest scheduled. Um My dude. Sh- of a teaser, dude. It's called cliffhanger. Dude. Let me just say this. You won't wanna miss who we have on. It's, you gonna want to be, it, yeah, it's gonna be lit with a capital l i t
1: you know the 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 lovely part about it is that he he's listening right now yeah and he's gonna text us after he's done listening uh-huh and it's just gonna i'm just gonna smile like, <laughs> yeah
0: it's gonna be good yep yep but anyways uh thank you again to everybody who who has listened to our our first six episodes and continues to listen and give feedback um we're doing this for not only each other but we're doing it for for everybody listening so any feedback that you have for us any any topics that you feel like we should have already covered that we haven't uh reach out to us on on social media and uh we'll get to it but yeah we we do want to plug our instagram so if you go to uh from the balcony dot podcast you'll find us there so um I think going forward, we're, we're definitely going to start posting some some pretty cool stuff on Inst- excuse me on Instagram. Um, so stay tuned for that. But we appreciate you listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week.
1: Thank you, guys.